Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron. For today's episode, I wanted to play two interviews I did recently that I thought were really fun. The first one is with Joe and Serena, obviously of Bachelor in Paradise fame, the new hosts of Bachelor Happy Hour. And I asked them where they stand with Becca and Michelle after taking over that gig, their thoughts on charity season, their upcoming wedding, and so much more. So without further ado, here are Joe and Serena. Congratulations to our new hosts of Bachelor Happy Hour. Can you guys tell me why you were the right ones to take on this gig? Serena? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I do think that both Joe and I have had multiple experiences with the franchise. I've been on The Bachelor and on Paradise. Joe's been on The Bachelorette briefly, but Paradise twice. So we definitely have that kind of like background knowledge to discuss and unpack the show. Um, we're obviously a success story, if you want to call it that. We're married. We're, we found our people on the show. Um, so we can definitely give that perspective as well. And Joe's obviously been the host of Clickbait for the past three years. Um, I had the lucky opportunity to fill in a little bit on happy hour and we're both just really passionate about podcasting and experienced and also love the franchise. So yeah, I think, I think it's, it really worked out. We're excited. We feel like it's a really good fit for us and for the podcast. And I think, um, you know, we, uh, we really enjoy working together and podcasting together and have a lot of fun doing it. Um, but I don't know if we were the right choice. I think we were a choice and we're lucky enough to get it. Um, but I do think there's multiple couples and people in the franchise that could also step in and, and host a podcast. So we're just, we're lucky and grateful. And to clarify, clickbait is done and we're focusing on happy hour. I am done hosting clickbait. I don't know if it's officially done for good, um, but I have moved on now to happy hour uh, with with my wife. <laughs> yes. And for you guys, I mean, you were excited about working together. Was there any hesitation about mixing, you know, marriage, work, and all of that? I know you've co-hosted episodes before, probably, and you've you've worked together in other ways, but this is more consistent. Any hesitation or all just excitement? You know, we um we had talked about doing our own podcast, I wanna say probably a year ago. And we did have that conversation. Do we want to mix, you know, work with with our relationship? But, you know, when you break it down, a podcast takes, you know, a few hours a week to to shoot. So, like, 
if we're if we can't figure that out, then I think we got some bigger. <laughs> yeah, and I do think we have our own separate things as well in terms of like our social media platforms and Joe has his sauce. So I think that this is one of our many ventures and it's nice to have one that's together. Um, we work really well together. And like he said, it's only, it's not like it's like 24 seven every single day of the week. Um, but so far it's been great. So far, no issues. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I hope you're not jinxing us right now. <laughs> if this podcast takes you down, I guess you're right. You might've had bigger issues to yeah, I exactly. Think so. I think so. Um, there was obviously a lot of online chatter surrounding Becca and Michelle no longer doing the show. Have you guys spoken to them? Are you friendly with them? Did you have any reaction to any of that? Yeah. So um, when when we were offered happy hour, I were friends with Be like Becca and Thomas are invited to our wedding. So I had called Becca and just kind of let her know. I, I think she had heard and she honestly, she said, um, nothing but nice things. Um, and we get along and I was just kind of like, this is the situation. And, and she was happy for me and happy for Serena. And I know Thomas, um, expressed his, um, feelings online and he actually called us as well. And we're, you know, we're on great terms with them. So no, no issue. Yeah. Yeah. I had the pleasure of working with Beck on happy hour for a season and she was an amazing host. Um, and did great things with happy hour and professionally i'm excited to see what she does next personally our relationship is great i've spoken with her over text as well um and michelle also reached out and just said congratulations um i know she texted me personally and commented on the the happy hour post so it's all good um with our relationship with them and we know we know we have big shoes to fill love it um you guys have been married for almost a year now kind of we're getting you're getting close and i know you're planning a bigger wedding but has it felt like newlywed phase still do you have you gotten used to saying wife versus fiance or girlfriend i guess you jumped right into fiance but are we used to husband and wife yeah uh, when you do jump right into fiance you know you know things are just not normal uh, i am now comfortable saying wife at first like because we got married back in october it was it was really uncomfortable at first but now yeah like now i say my wife and it's got a nice little ring to it i like it yeah yeah i think it was super weird at first it's still taking me a little bit of getting used to saying husband but not in a bad way like it's fun to say we love saying it it's just we were we were only ever fiancés for like a year and a half um and now we're husband and wife but serena's leaving getting... serena's leaving for a bachelorette party uh, tomorrow. tomorrow morning las vegas and it's her first time in las vegas so. yeah oh boy i can't wait to follow along with that on yeah. instagram yeah it's gonna be really fun i'm excited so can you tell me a little bit about the the wedding you're going to be having is it in september is that correct and is it like a ceremony and a party or just a reception how many people are going what are we feeling about this this upcoming second wedding or real wedding whatever you want to call it <laughs> Yeah, so it is. It's the beginning of September. It's in Charleston, South Carolina. Why Charleston, South Carolina? We just kind of randomly picked a place, um, but it is. It's beautiful, and uh, we really like fell in love with our venue as soon as we walked in. Um, so that is when we're having it, and I don't know. Yeah, how, we I just mean, wanted. There's just a, it's, wanted, it's like, a pretty big wedding. I mean, it's like medium sized. Medium sized. <laughs> yeah, medium. Um, Serena, can you give me any dress tees with Joe here or no? You know what? So I have shown Joe, I have 
a dress for our rehearsal dinner and a dress for our welcome party. I've shown him those two um, because keeping everything a secret is just so hard. And also like, we're trying to coordinate like what we're wearing and stuff. Um, And I got excited and showed him those dresses, but my sec, I have two dresses for the wedding. um, And that's kind of all I'll tease for that because it's going to be a surprise. I don't have anything yet. Like I still have to go (laughs) shopping. Like I really like, I got to figure it out. I like, I'm pretty sure I'm wearing a tuxedo, but like, I have to go, uh, I have to go get one of those and something for a welcome party. Oh yeah, God. we're going to go on that. Tuesday together. We're going to go shopping for sure. It's Vegas recovery is, is shopping for, for Joe's Tux. That sounds fun. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, charity season. Obviously, you guys have started covering it on Happy Hour. Who has stood out to you in these three episodes? It's kind of the Braden show. Um, but on that sense, or also for charity, who stood out for you with Romantic Connection and on the drama sense, are we enjoying the Braden show? I... I'm enjoying the Braden show. I mean, I, Me too. And, I, and we hit, you know, listen, regardless of how everybody feels um, about him as a viewer, like we did have him on happy hour and I really liked him. He was very personable and really nice guy, you know, as far as how he falls in love, you know, that's, that's up for the viewers to um, decide. I really personally, I've really liked Dotton from the beginning. I think they have a great connection and I just when Charity and Dotton are together, I just feel it's different. Like there's like a, there's, they're comfortable with each other. And it really seems like she, when she looks at him, she like loses, <laughs> she like loses herself. This is, Joe keeps saying like, they just get lost in each other's eyes, but we, you should be careful because we don't know who she ends up with. So if That's it's true. like Joey, who's another really strong connection, Joey's going to be listening to this thing like, guys, enough about Dotton. Yeah. And I really, I really, uh, I really, really like Joey too. And we had him on happy hour yes. as well. He's another, he's another front runner um, in my eyes. Yeah, we're big. We're big Joey and Dotton fans. I think Aaron B is up there with a strong connection. I think there's a few other guys that we're kind of seeing a little bit more time with. Um, We find Brayden incredibly entertaining. And I think you need someone that's going to bring drama and controversy on the show. It can't be rainbows and butterflies the whole time. And I actually I don't agree with everything he's said and done for sure. But he has made a couple points and choices that were are interesting and different than we've seen in the past that we don't necessarily fully disagree with. So he's a controversial character, which is fun as a viewer to watch and discuss. Yeah, he just no, has, you're right. He has, he has no chill. You know, if he just if he just, you know, stepped it back just a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. And with, with Dotton though, I think what you're right, it's almost like they're not on the show when they're talking. Like it feels like we're watching, like we're spying on a quote unquote real date versus like the cameras. I feel like I, I think that's maybe what you mean by the lost in their eyes of it all. That's yeah, a great we're way like, to put it. We're really in their living room. Like I'm watching them. I'm like, whoa, this just got this got intense. Um, and I think Charity's been amazing as a bachelorette in the sense that she feels so natural and organic. Like you never feel like she's trying to say or do the right thing. She's like 100% being herself. And she's got a little bit more of like a casual vibe, which I really like. And I feel like it makes it easy to connect with her. I agree. I think she's really shining in a way that maybe sometimes we don't get a chance to see the leads in the beginning. And she's like crushing. Um, Brayden versus Aaron, both wrong, kind of. Both wrong and both right, I would say. They both have done things that I don't agree with. And they've done things that I can understand and relate to and agree with. 
I mean, they're I mean, making they, decisions. <laughs> that, <that's, laughs> We're moving on. They're, they're both the, making strong choices. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, you know, you kind of, you, you don't, I mean, who do you root for? Do you root for Braden in that situation? You root for Aaron? Um, I think it's just, it's all, it's a rough position to be in for either of them because now the other guys with really strong connections could just keep on moving forward and not have to deal with that nonsense. So like, I don't know. And I think you look at Aaron and Brayden and they both have a really strong connection with her, but at least as a viewer, it seems like Aaron B actually has a chance of ending up with her. Whereas Brayden, I just don't see that ever happening at this point in the season. So it's a little easier to root for Aaron in that sense when there's like a potential for an engagement with charity. Yeah, very and true. we did. We did also talk to Aaron B, and we had him on the podcast as well. So. You guys got everybody. That's why you're we, the. We official. got. We get them all. All exclusive <laughs> interviews at Bachelor Happy Hour. That's right. Um, my last question for you: Looking ahead, the Golden Bachelor we know is coming. What are your thoughts on the Golden Bachelor? Who should be the Golden Bachelor? Are you going to be watching? Like, I feel like it's it's. I'm just so excited for the Golden Bachelor. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I feel too. I'm very excited. I I have no idea what to expect. I don't know who this man's going to be. I be, I think he's going to be like in his 70s, but I don't know anything for sure. And I I just like I like it because I do feel like uh people that are older really have no filter and mm-hmm. I do I think we're going to get a lot of no filter like this is how I feel and that's going to make for entertaining great television. So I'm excited. Absolutely. When they first announced it, like it feels like it was years ago when they first started putting out promos for this. I think (laughs) it was my season actually, potentially. Yeah. Um, And I was a little skeptical. I was like the golden bachelor, how's this going to work? I don't know. And then just hearing more about it and thinking more about how it's going to all play out. I'm really excited. I think it's going to bring something like fresh and new to the franchise. I think it's going to be very comedic. I think there's going to be a lot of drama, a lot of love, um, and something that we've never seen before. You know, Bachelor, Bachelorette Paradise are all amazing, but like throwing something new into the mix, I think the viewers are going to get really excited about it. I know I am for sure. I can't wait to see the memes that compare the Golden Bachelor contestants to the current ones because you know, you know, that. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I'm excited to find out who it is. We don't know who it is yet. So I'm hoping that announcement's coming soon. Yeah. Who will be the grocery store Joe of the Golden Bachelor? Whoever it is is going to be a lucky man. So <laughs> there was rumors that like Matt James's mom wanted to be on it, and then I talked to Andrew Spencer yesterday, and he said his mom wanted to be on it, but he was like, "Absolutely not! I don't want to watch you on this show." So I'm hoping that there's some sort of crossover connection with maybe some of the alums, some of the people in your world who get their parents involved. Yeah, I think that would be amazing. I think if there's the Golden Bachelorette, we need Gabby's grandpa on it for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Congratulations on the podcast and the upcoming wedding. Have so much fun in Vegas, Serena. I'm so jealous. And hopefully I'll talk to you guys again soon. Thanks, Sarah. Good to see you. I also had the chance to catch up with Chelsea from Matt James season, who you guys have, she's been on this podcast. She was on Matt James season. She went on Paradise and then she went on Bachelor in Paradise Canada. I don't watch Bachelor in Paradise Canada because I don't live in Canada, but she met 
Austin, who was on Katie Thurston's season of The Bachelorette and went home after night one, and they have secretly been dating for over a year because Bachelor in Paradise Canada somehow airs on an even bigger delay than Bachelor in Paradise Mexico, America, OG, whatever you want to call it. Um, So I caught up with Chelsea and Austin, and I thought it was a really interesting conversation, even if you hadn't watched the season of VIP Canada like myself, because we talked a lot about the differences in the show with production, um, Wells versus Kevin as a bartender. If you didn't know, Kevin of Kevin and Astrid. I know people say of is one of my ticks, sorry, but Kevin of Kevin and Astrid are the is the bartender on BIP Canada. We obviously have Wells in Mexico. We also just talked about their relationship overall, and I thought it was a really fun interview. So without further ado, here are Austin and Chelsea. I am here now with Chelsea and Austin from hey. Bachelor in Paradise, Canada. And of course, the Bachelor, the Bachelorette, the US version of Bachelor in Paradise. We got a lot to we got a lot to chat about here. But yeah. you guys both met on Bachelor in Paradise Canada. Can you tell me each why you decided to go on BIP Canada? Yeah. So I had gone to Canada and I met like the producers and stuff because they used to do this after show for season one. And I just really hit it off with the producers and they were like, please come on Paradise next season. And I was fresh off of Mexico Paradise. So I was like, absolutely not. You'll never see me again. I don't want to do it. Um, But then they convinced me and they're like, no, we have some really great guys, like guys that went home night one on their seasons that you wouldn't think about. And I was like, okay, I'll give it one last go. Maybe third time is the charm. And it yeah, was. Yeah, I was just trying to get back on a show because when I was on Katie's season, I was there for like 30 seconds. So it's like I didn't I didn't get a chance to really show, well, one, have a chance at love, and two, mm-hmm. just to showcase like my personality and what I bring to the table. So it's like I didn't even get like a fighting chance. So I was looking to get back on because I knew for a fact I was ready to find love, but I just wanted a, a better chance to do so. And Canada provided that for sure. That's a good reason to get back out there. Yeah. Um, Chelsea, what are the biggest differences between BIP in Mexico and BIP in Canada? Both maybe like physically, but also <laughs> like emotionally, mentally, like what's what's what are the biggest difference? Is? Yeah, the biggest difference is physically for sure is the weather. Um, in Mexico, as you know, I'm sure as watching the show, you can see everyone's dripping sweat all the time. It's like 100 degrees. It's so humid. And in Canada, we were like wrapped in blankets, like we're freezing most of the time. Like even my first day outfit, I was like so excited about this bikini with like this net, like with pearls on it or whatever that I walked in it and I was freezing my tits off. Um, (laughs) But besides the weather, I think obviously it's very different coming into Mexico halfway through when like everyone's already coupled up and then like starting on day one. So that was a major difference for me for the paradises um, because I got to meet Austin like from the beginning. We built mm-hmm. a strong relationship from the beginning and like made it all the way through. So I feel like that's like the strongest connection you could have in paradise. Coming in late sucks no matter which way you slice it. Yeah. Um, and I just love the production team. Like, like, like I said, the people that ran the show in Canada, you know, Canadians are known for being super nice, but they were incredible. So it was just like a much better experience overall because of that too. Makes sense. How aware were you guys of each other? Did you know about each other going in? I know, you know, poor night one, Austin, maybe you didn't have a chance to really get to know him. Chelsea, maybe mm-hmm. you were familiar. Where where where'd you guys stand with each other when you got to Canada? I, I didn't know. So I barely watched my season. I just kind of watched like the first episode just to get my like, five, you know, 15 seconds of fame or whatever. But um, I didn't know anybody outside of my own season. I didn't know anybody. I think I got like some pictures or something before or like whatever leaks or whatever. But I didn't recognize anybody. 
Well, yeah, that's a good question because I asked him the same thing too because I was kind of like paranoid, like, oh, like, does he know who I am? Has he watched my seasons, whatever? He still hasn't watched Bachelor or Paradise <laughs> in Mexico. He hasn't watched any of my seasons, nothing. No uh, need to now. Yeah, no, 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 no. who's going to watch this? Okay, no definitely, definitely not now. Yeah. <laughs> um, But I did watch Katie's season because I wanted to see like the guys because those were the guys that I was in Paradise with in Mexico. Right. Um, no offense. I didn't necessarily like notice, like take super note to Austin or anything. Yeah. Um, but like I knew like one of our friends, a friend of a friend, some Canadians, it had gotten around like he was going to be in Canada. So like pretty much as much as I knew was like a picture of him. Like I was like, oh, I know his name. And like that he's probably going to be here. And that was it. Yeah. I know you can only speak from your perspectives, but I feel like VIP in Mexico, we come to find out everyone's talking. Everything's like pre-planned these days. There's always drama of what went down beforehand because it's kind of a mix of different shows in different states and different people. Do you think that happens less? And also it's only like the second or third season of Canada, but do you think it happens less in Canada? And does that maybe help? these connections give it have a fair shot too versus like pre-planned yeah no that's also another reason why i wanted to go on vip canada because they bring people from the outside that are like complete and total strangers like just canadians and then they bring in people from like there was a girl from big brother canada on our season there was a guy from survivor um and there were people from the u.s and from the bachelor franchise in canada right so we didn't know anybody like i didn't know anybody going in except um, no, I only knew of people. I didn't know a single person that was actually good. Oh, Connor. Connor was on my yeah. season of Paradise in Mexico, but right. he left before I even got there. So I never actually met Connor until Canada. <laughs> and he was on Katie's season. Did you meet Connor? Yeah, briefly, no, so, I guess. <laughs> so Connor, so Connor and Cordy. I was more close to Cordy because we talked more about uh just culture outside of the show. Um, Connor, not so much. We kind of just you know send DMs here and there. But now after this show, we're definitely a lot more closer. Yeah. But your original question was, is it is it easier because like to find love because it's different people? Like a fresh slate almost like a yeah. Yeah, I would say so, just because it does get super convoluted with like everyone meeting ahead of time. Everyone knows who's going to paradise and like who's gonna Mm. be there, whatever. You've hung out a couple times and there's already drama, people have hooked up. This was like very fresh. There was none of that. We didn't know. I didn't even know the the American people going in. So it was like very, it was also kind of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Just like not pressure put on it too, mm-hmm. because I felt like I was in another country and like nobody here was expecting anything from me. And like, it was just going to be the experience that it was going to be. So that was really nice. Yeah. I feel like the majority of people are just happy to be there. Like <laughs> They weren't yeah. like, oh my God, she's going. So I'm going. So yeah, for me, like ignorance is bliss. Like the only two people I know, like I said, was just people on my season. So going in, I didn't know any of the women. Makes sense. Um, As far as your love story goes, I've gotten to see bits and pieces. I watched the finale and I saw some clips. Yeah. Um, for you, I feel like a huge theme was you were, you fell for each other pretty quick, but you maybe both were like, is this too good to be true mm. kind of vibe. And then you, you know, you opened up, you said, I love you. You made it through the end. But for, for you guys, is there a moment or a specific thing that did let you like bring those walls down? Were you surprised as it was happening in real time? Were you like, could this be legit? Like, were you questioning it? Like, tell me a little bit about your journeys about to get here. Hmm. I think for me, um, it was like, and I got what I asked for too. I was like, I needed to be tested because obviously in paradise, you have no phone, you have no connection to the outside world. Like when you meet somebody and they check all the boxes, you're like, okay, like. 
you only grow off of your obstacles. Not I just not off the obstacles, but obstacles help you grow. So mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, like maybe if it was tested in a way to get outside my comfort zone to see how real this is, to see how I would react and she would react should something happen. Um, you know, something like that definitely helped. I would say I don't know where I'm trying to go with this, but I'd say like, um, I'm losing my train of thought to be honest. Yeah, I, know, I mean, we were together from the like, <laughs> right. and we only had one kind of little hiccup when I went on a date with someone else, and that was like <laughs> our best. Yeah. Um, and you know, it does make you stronger as a couple to see that you can overcome things and see how people react and see if that's something that you want to do in the real world or think that can be realistic. Yeah. Um. I think for me, like it was surprising and it wasn't at the same time because obviously I've watched my friends literally find love right in front of my face. Mm -hmm. So I know that the process works. I know it can happen. I know that it's like real, like they're literally still together. Are you some of them married from my season? Yeah. Um, So I wasn't surprised that it was working. I was just surprised that it was happening to me because obviously this is my third time. And I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to be like the girl that finds someone on day one and like makes it to the end. Like there's always one couple that's like glued to the hip from the first day, sails all the way through to the final rows. And I was like, I can't believe I'm that person this time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think what made it easier was that even from like the first day um, in our first conversation, Austin was always just like so incredibly confident in us mm-hmm. and like very sure about me and that we were going to be good and that we were going to make it. And I feel like that's been like a theme in our relationship, even when we were like long distance for so long and it was really hard. And we like, he's always been so certain and consistent about us. And I think that allowed me to be more confident and like, okay with opening up to him because I would have never with someone that was like wishy-washy and going back and forth or whatever, I would have never like dropped an album, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and like I did it first, like that would have <laughs> never, ever, ever happened. But I felt so confident to do it because I knew how he felt about me. And just through those obstacles that we went through, it's just like, it just built us up even more and brought us even closer. So I think that was what gave me like the confidence in, in general is because it's like, I know for a fact we're meant for each other, right? Even regardless of, you know, whatever obstacles we go through, like this is, this is literally for us. So, you know, we took took what happened and, you know, we ran with it. What initially attracted to you guys about each other in Canada? And what have you learned since you've been dating post-show that's made you fall even more in love with each other and keep it going after, you know, the crazy ride of the way you met? I think for me, it was like, it, it wasn't that Chelsea was obviously attractive, but she had a lot more depth to her than people give her credit for. Even just in general, like people think models are just like a pretty face. She has like an, a lot of depth that it's like you think you know one thing about her and then you ask her a different question and she takes a left turn. So it's like, it was the fact that she has so much going on and so much perspective on things that I don't normally think about in certain ways is what drew me initially. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that we think so differently is what's going to you know drive us towards more growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I would say initially, I, I think I was just like scared to be attracted to you. That sounds <laughs> weird, but like, I just looked at him and I just thought like, okay, he's that good looking. He's six, six. Like he's like a California guy. Like I just didn't think I was going to be his type. And I told him this. Like I was just like, I'm not like this guy. I know, I know what kind of guy this is. He's, he's not going for me. And then he caught me by surprise. And then like the whole time he just kept catching me by surprise. But it was like, really once we started talking more that it was really like, wow, we really connect mentally and emotionally a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like I was just drawn to that and attracted to that. And I think I was just really intrigued by the way that you think in general, because like he said, we don't really think the same similarly. 
And so it made both of us kind of like gain a new perspective and see where the other person was coming from. And like, we continue to do that now. Like it's been over a year Mm -hmm. and we're obviously still learning about each other and growing as a couple, but because we think so differently, it's always, it always pushes us to be better people. Yeah, It's crazy that it's been over a year and you had to be, you know, incognito. That's a very long time. More so than they they make, you know, the bachelor in America. It's, it's, it feels long for them, but the year is a long time. It was unheard of. Unheard of. Too. Yeah, we had distance and then we had to go like in person. And even in person, it's like, all right, you walk 10 feet that way. I'll, <laughs> I'll be back here. Oh my gosh. Well, I saw your Instagram and I got to see all the fun photos. You guys obviously have been having a great year. What yeah. have been the highlights of this year? And what is the status of the long distance versus living together? Like, where are we with all that? Ooh, highlights. Of like the last year, like I'm talking about like last year, like January or last year. I like, mean, just yeah. like you left Canada. What have been the high like if there's any that come to mind of we're off, we're out of Canada, we're we're together, but we're, we're incognito. Like what have been the highlights for you? Or what is something that maybe they're surprised you? And then where are you guys at now with where you're where you're living in, in the same state or what are we doing? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so I feel like when we very first left the show. We left Canada and we went directly from Canada to Florida for one of my best friend's weddings that I was in. Okay. So like I already had this planned and I didn't know how long I was going to be staying. I obviously wasn't like, oh, I'm definitely going to the final rose and did not think that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I invited him to the wedding and then like we immediately flew there together and he met all of my best friends. And like that was oh, wow. the first time that we like got to hang out outside of filming and like got yeah. to go on a first date and spend time together and like even have our phones. Like it was just, that was like a really special time. Um, and then I would say like going to California and meeting your family too. Yeah. So. Yeah. I would say like pretty much any time we were outside of, I guess for me, just outside of our hometown. So she's outside of New York and I'm outside of California. <clears throat> we went to Vegas, which was super fun for like three days. Went to Florida, which is amazing. Am I missing anything? Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Canada. Canada. Yeah, we did it. We went to Toronto, we to Toronto. for the premiere of the show. Yeah. That was really fun to see all of our like castmates and just to get yeah. to finally like watch ourselves on TV. Yeah. Um, and, and it sounds like you've done a lot of the meeting of the family and friends and it's gone well. For the most yeah. part, I haven't yeah. met her parents. I've met everybody except her. Literally everyone but my parents because they're in Atlanta. So when we were long distance, it's like we use that one time a month to like see each other in New York or California. So mm-hmm. it just hasn't worked out yet, but yeah. it's at the top of the list. Very top um, list. And now we're currently in New York. Austin lives in our here. apartment. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Formerly her apartment, now ours. Yeah, he moved into mine. Um for the time being mm-hmm. in February. So it's been six months already. What do you think of New York? I love it. I'm a fast paced guy. So like, obviously New York's a fast paced city. So like, I feel like I'm blending in, blending in here pretty well. I'm in Orange County or I was in Orange County. That's like a super, that's like where you go to like start a family type of thing. So it's slow pace. Everybody's just kind of chilling, but they're happy. Um, And it's just kind of like a 180 out here. So people are going super, super fast, but it's like my speed, right? It's like, this is the time to, to be in the fast lane. No, and he's, ha- like he's adopted pretty quickly considering like he's lived in California his whole life. Oh, wow. So for him, definitely be, different. Yeah. Fly out here, yeah, yeah. start becoming a New Yorker. Like you're not even getting lost. Like anyway, I haven't gotten lost on uh, maybe on the sidewalk because okay. like the navigation doesn't work. But yeah, like, I, haven't gotten, I haven't taken like the wrong train yet. That is, on that's insane because I still take the wrong train. Yeah, sometimes. I did that for like the first two years I lived here. Yeah. Um, what about living together? Any like learning curves or has it been really fun? Are you like, who doesn't do the dishes? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I, I, uh, I cook the most, so I have, okay. the most, I have the most dishes Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, okay, if you're, if you're eating before you got to go somewhere, it's, 
<laughs> I mean, we don't have a dishwasher. Yeah. So oh my gosh. That oh. is problem number one. It's a luxury. Yeah. Like, yeah. And um, I mean, I've lived with a significant other before. This is his first time. So like, there's always like a little bit of a learning curve, but like overall, we love being around each other 24 seven, especially after the distance. Like I literally love coming home to him. Like I love having him here. So it's been, it's been great. Yeah. And I think me knowing I haven't been with a significant other or live with a uh, significant other, like I want to be a blank canvas. So it's like, I want to make sure one, that she's comfortable with me being around or having like another person in the house. And then two, um, you know, making sure I'm on top of things. I think dishes are probably my weakest point, but it's just, it's like a timing you, you, thing. But it's just like, oh. what, why is there no dishwashers out? I here? said the trigger word, dishes. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get a, a department with a dishwasher. <laughs> walk down the street for to do your laundry. That's yeah. Those are probably the two things I'm I'm like getting used to the most is being able to walk just to do like simple things like used to do at home. Like get the groceries. Like get the groceries, bro. Like the grocery store is like thirty minutes away. And I got like, we go to Trader Joe's. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's different life. Walking everywhere and not having a dishwasher would be a problem for me as well. Yeah, no. Don't love that for you. Wait, you're you're in LA, right? No, I'm in I'm in Hoboken technically, which is like right oh. outside of New York. Yeah, I have okay. a dishwasher yeah. and a washer dryer and unit, but I didn't used to. And now when you have it, you can't go back. It's oh, a luxury, man. I didn't realize it. Well, you had the, I mean, in, if we lived in Hoboken, we could have all those things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Cross the river a little bit, then just cross it, cross it once a day. Hop, skip, and a jump. Hop, and a jump. Um, one thing that I feel like is also refreshing on BIP Canada, at least from my, I watched a little bit last season too, and then watching this season is there seems to be less pressure with the whole engagement of it all. I know there was an engagement on one, one couple got engaged, but I feel like in the Mexico American version, it's very much like they encourage it quite a bit, just from a viewer standpoint for you guys. Was that something you even talked about, like seriously? Or were you like, no, 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 this is crazy. It's already crazy. We get to be in love. That's cool. Did you feel pressure? Does that statement feel accurate at all that it maybe is a little more like emphasized in the US version? Yeah, I think your last second second half of that statement was more accurate <laughs> um, because we were on the same page. And when we got to Fantasy Suites, we were able to talk about it because obviously that's like your time with no cameras. Mm -hmm. So we really like had an honest conversation like, OK, seriously, would we ever actually do this? And we both were very much like, nah, I don't think we're going to get engaged. Yeah. It's probably like the quickest conversation we've had on, on the beach. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't even neither one of us was like, oh, I really I hope. Me, no, no. already like, wow, we found love. That's crazy enough. It's been yeah. like less than a month. Let's just take the W and yeah. go. And on a high note. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So we weren't, we were not trying to get engaged. Yeah. But I think maybe because it's like a newer show mm -hmm. in Canada. Um, I feel like in Mexico, like the paradise, they really are like, okay, if you go to the end, like you're you're getting engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Word. It feels crazy. What if you say no? Then what happens? Well, you don't have to. A lot of times they break like people in paradise will like break up and then get back together outside the show because they don't want to get engaged on the show. And yeah. we saw that with Abigail and Noah, kind of. We saw point? that with Becca and Thomas. Not that they okay. broke up for that reason, but those are two couples that are very much together that broke up okay. at the end of their season. And I probably cause they were like getting Neil Lane shoved down their throat, if I had to guess. <laughs> Well, it's Damn. also like the fantasy suites too. It's like they don't, they're 
I feel like they really make it like if you're not serious, like if you don't think you maybe get engaged, like don't even go to fantasy. Don't go. Yeah. 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 So it was it was definitely less less pressure all around, I would say, in Canada. Yeah, so now in the, now in the real world, do you talk about that stuff? Are you trying not to give in to any of the pressures of, you know, you haven't been you've been together for over a year, which is good, but that's not crazy, you know, it's, yeah. it's all good. But where do you stand with engagement timeline? And obviously now you're living together. Do you guys talk about that? Honestly, we're just so happy to be not hiding anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was the next big step of this relationship for us. So it was like getting from long distance to living in the same place mm. was a big step. And then now like that we can finally be public and like it was a really large burden, obviously, as you can imagine, having to hide like that you fell in love and not be able to share it. And obviously yeah. I share things with people for a living. So it was really hard. Um, So I think right now we're kind of just like focused on getting a new apartment with a dishwasher and (laughs) enjoying being public. We're not really talking about engagement. I say we're, that's our next step wasn't, it's just a new apartment. (laughs) It's probably the main focus. We want to travel. We want to have fun. We want to enjoy each other's company. No pressure on No stress on the label. On the right 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 now. (laughs) That's good because I think also in Bachelor Nation, Canada or America, there's pressure for that. And you get asked questions like that from people like me. And (laughs) as long as you're strong in your convictions, that's all you need. You can't be falling for the pressure either way, I think is the key. Oh, no. Now that we've posted on Instagram, I'm sure every time we post for the rest of time, it will be at least one person in the comments asking when we're getting engaged. Where's yeah. the ring? Yeah. Yeah. Where's the ring? What are you proposing? Yeah, relax. <laughs> Is there anything you have planned besides, obviously, we mentioned the new apartment in the next <laughs> year or so that you are most looking forward to now that you do have that freedom? Ooh. I think uh, Joy and Tess are having an engagement party. So that's, I'm looking yeah. To and their wedding in the next year. And their year. wedding in the next oh. year. Yeah. We're really excited. That's going to be like a reunion. Celebrate that. Yeah. Go to their wedding because we obviously were there and watched the whole thing happen. Um, that's a good one. I don't. I just really want to travel with you. Like, I just want to. We really want to get outside the country for like longer periods. So I think that's probably going to be the main goal, just for us personally. Um, as far as which countries, I have no (laughs) idea. (laughs) He wants to go to London and Paris. Yeah. And I kind of want to go to Switzerland and maybe Japan. Nice. That's like lower, you know, like I feel like London's kind of right there. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Um, yeah. Well, my last question for you, you had Kevin as your bartender, right? Yeah. Shout out to Kevin. Man. Shout out to Kevin. I, him and Astrid are so freaking cute and their kids are very cute. Yeah. Um, but Chelsea, for you, what? how do Wells and Kevin compare as bartenders? <laughs> oh, Kevin's way better, bro. <laughs> no, well. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, no, but I have to agree. I got to give it to Kevin. I think he was just a lot more present. Like Wells kind of just like popped in and popped out. Like I didn't get to talk to him or interact that that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was also kind of like playing hosting role mm-hmm. on my season. Kevin, Charlene was the host. So right. we didn't see her that much. But Kevin was genuinely every single day, like nine to five was behind the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he like watched me and Austin from the beginning and he was like, you and Austin remind me the most of how me and Astrid were. Oh, he said that to me so yeah. many times. Yeah, so I was like, what? That was really cute and like reassuring because obviously they're- That's a great sign. Yeah. Yeah. And on our, I don't know if you got to see it, but we had a one-on-one date and um, there's a singer, Lindsay L, she's like a Canadian singer that mm-hmm. sang to us and we had like a serenade situation. 
And Kevin was like, oh my God, like this date is, has a special place in my heart. And I was like, oh, what is he talking about? And Lindsay, she sang at their wedding. Oh, wow. Okay. This is good. You guys are going to be the new Kevin and Astrid. That's great for you. Yeah, (laughs) great for you. Dogs. Two dogs, a kid. A couple babies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I feel like that's a perfect note to end on. Unless you had anything else you wanted to share about your love story. I feel like people are going to be so excited because they know you from Bachelor World and maybe they got to watch Bachelor in Paradise Canada. Maybe they didn't, but either way, it's like a cool little crossover. So I think it's very exciting and you definitely count in the Bachelor success story column if you ask me. Yes, for sure. The only other thing I want to say is that we're very happy to celebrate Black love in the Bachelor franchise. Yes, absolutely. Even in Canada. (laughs) Even in Canada. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time to talk to me. I'm so excited for you. Congratulations. I know, Chelsea, we chatted before and I'm so excited for you. Thank you. This is so much better than our last chat. Me talking about how miserable I was. We were just like complaining about trying to date in uh, New York. Now now you don't have to worry about that. So there you go. All right. Congrats, guys. Talk soon. Bye.